Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Now, on to the next game. Uh, Knights v. the Titans. One of the uh, classic matches. <laughs> this was one of the great 6pm Fridays oh, fuck. of all time. Um, look, I, I will say I'm, I'm so happy for the Knights, though. Like, just to get a big win on the board. Yes, it is against the Titans that aren't going that great. But, like, they were missing Kalen Ponga. Um you know, Gagai came out, made 15 tackles. He didn't miss a single one. He ran for 169 metres, had five tackle breaks. Edric Lee scoring freaking five tries. Uh, David Clemmer, I thought, was absolutely outstanding in the middle there. And I think he's been outstanding. You know, he's probably been their best player all year for me, Clemmer. Uh, look, great win. Mitchell Barnett, 190 metres. Like, their forward pack just really ripped in mm. and showed us what they, you know, are capable of. Like, their forward pack's a great, yeah. great forward pack. Um what did you guys think of this match? Yeah, good performance by Newcastle. I just they should have more of these. They've got a squad that they should be winning more games like this. Mm. I mean, I I'm, they scored thirty out of fuck. Poor old Tex Hoy on on the kicking tee. <laughs> I think he was one from six. Poor bastard. Good mm. lord. Um, so to score thirty eight points when you go one from six in the NRL, well, that game could have been huge. For yeah, them. massive, massive. Did yeah. you ever have one of those days where you just couldn't hit them? Um, I actually missed a conversion that, like, was a really important one. I think against the Knights, that like it was a bit off to the side. It was in the the, the tough spot where yeah. like you're supposed to get them, but it's still a tough angle. Um, no, nah, I never had one where I like missed everything. I'm trying to think, the tough ones are when you get like three or four tries in the corners, and you're like, fuck, this is a tough conversion. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it gets to your head though. Like you're like, well, like you, you, you can see with poor text. Yeah, because like, you feel guilty, you yeah, feel bad. Yeah. Like when there's yeah. when there's eight tries, but only two try scorers, both wingers. Yeah, like it's it's tough. Like you, yeah, okay. Like as a goal kicker, you want to kick at a higher percentage, but a lot of the tries were on the sideline. Yeah. It was in rainy conditions, I think. Yep. Tough night for Tex. I, I I can I, I wouldn't and like, hold that they, against they weren't him. shocking strikes. Yeah, I know that's like the thing. He was missing the ball. Yeah, it's just, just honestly yeah. inches. Like yeah. in the sense of like him kicking it half a centimetre out, obviously makes him miss by you know two or three metres. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't hold it against Tex. Nah, not at all. Um. What do you think about this game, Timmy? Yeah, it was just it was good to see the Knights. We've spoken about it for a while when they finally get their forward pack back on deck and see what they can do. Uh, and I think it was probably the first time. Pretty well the full strength uh, forward platform with Dan Saifidi, the final link, coming back into that side. And they're really good. And it just changed everything for them. Their attack came together because of the forward pack rolling forward. 
let's see if they can do it uh, with no disrespect to the Titans, but against a good side, good sides in coming weeks, and see if this can become the norm. Obviously, very unconvinced, and, and hopefully it can. But the the fall back on paper now is exceptional. They've got Jaden Braley back. Possibly this week, probably round 18. So he would be the final piece. That'll be a full strength forward pack. So if they can do that and get KP back in there, maybe they can start stringing some results together. And as I said, there's there's a lot to play out, and I won't get my hopes up, but mm. it's a start. Where where do we sit on O'Brien? I don't know. There's like there's a few ways that that you could look at it. Like mm. like I think is it fair? Do we all agree that they've underachieved? This year they have. I think oh, it's hard. Like, as a squad, when you put it on paper. On paper, they've underachieved, right? Like, there's no... Because um, they've made the finals every year. I, I would say they have underachieved by not... But not as much... By not as much as people think, though. Sorry, I... I, I yeah, okay. Over the last few years. Yeah, so, yeah, like, for okay, example, yeah, yep. it, you know, instead of going week two in the finals, they, they bowed out week one of the finals. So, it's under, underachieving, but it's not drastically... Like, where you're sitting there going, you know, the coach doesn't know how to fucking coach. Oh, I would say this year they've underachieved. Yeah, for sure. For sure this year. Like, for a team with... Absolutely going backwards this year. A gay guy, Clemmer, Saifidi, Frizzell, Barnett. Like, that's a... Like, that's well and truly a top eight forward pack, right? Yeah, for sure. Like a gay guy into the centre, struck a KP at fullback, despite him him missing footy here and there or whatever. Uh, Yeah. I mean, in their defence, though, look at the amount of injuries they've had over the last couple of years, too. So, it actually probably brings it back to, I think they've... Maybe not underachieved. When you think about like last year, didn't they had like one game where their starting spine played together or something like incredible. that? Like a crazy yeah. start. So you could make the argument that like with with how much has gone against them for injury wise, they got Jaden Braley, boom, goes down before the season even starts. Essentially, um, this year for sure though, for sure, like there's no excuse as to why they are where they yeah. are. And I mean, like I, I think the most important thing with a coach is that if you are if you are going to sack one, mm. you got to bring someone in better. Yeah. Uh, can they find someone better? Yeah, look, I'm of the mind, like, but when O'Brien took over, they were sitting, like, ninth, 10th or 11th, around there. Can you just check for us, please? I've checked this before, though. He came in. They've made the finals ever since every year, outside of this year. I think that you have to remember, like, he has taken them from a non-finals footy to a finals footy mm. side. Yes, this year isn't that great. But I, I think he absolutely deserves another season. To, to work with the squad that he's been able to put together. So since 14, they've come 12th. Last, 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 11th, 12th. Adam O'Brien comes in, 7th, 7th. Yeah. So that's, and so I think a lot of people get caught up in like the now. Like mm. they are absolutely underachieving now. But when you look at the club over the last eight years, and ever since he's come in, they've gone, fr- they've gone from like an absolute a shit show, the club, like a yep. shit show, to an eight, to a, they've put together a squad that's definitely worthy of eight. I think he has earned the right at another full season of like coming into the year, hopefully injuries, no injuries or long-term injuries to key players. I think he's earned another full year. Uh, what do you reckon, Timmy? I think you boys have summed it up pretty well there. Yeah. Um, a string of poor years in a row. He comes in seventh, seventh. As you touched on it, but the, that the stat between the inability to get the halves together last season and even the season before was mm. unbelievable. Yeah. And like couldn't develop any of this cohesion. They still made finals. So this year has been like a real flop. But again, a lot of injuries. Mm. Um, so he's absolutely earned the right for one more season. Yeah, I, I reckon. Look, I, I will say, and look, there's some people that believe Mitchell Pierce wanted to leave. Everything that I've heard 
or on the grapevine is PC wanted to stay. He just wanted, I think he wanted two years or he wanted to be wanted. Um, so I don't know what happened there. If PC wanted to leave, then it absolutely is not the club's fault. Like if he wanted to leave, then I, I 100% do not blame the Knights. But if Pierce did want to stay and the Knights were like, no, we need to move into the future, I think that, that is, that's not a coach's fault. Like that's recruitment's fault. Unless it was the coach pushing that, which I doubt it would be. I, again, I don't know. Do you think that that's a call that has really come back to hurt them, especially seeing guys like Reynolds and Townsend go up to their respective clubs and just change them. And I would put Pierce as good as both of them, arguably even better. Well, that's the thing. You look at all the teams that have taken their spot in the top eight, Cowboys, Sharks, Brisbane, what have they all got in common? When got half Exper- An experienced season. halfback as well. Um, what do you reckon, Timmy? Oh, yeah, it killed him. Yeah. Um, as I said, the nature of that would be interesting to find out what what was the context behind that decision to leave, who was who it was. But you can't tell me that at Mitch Pearce in this side isn't a significantly better team. Yeah. Even if it, obviously um, there's a lot of different dominoes and ifs and buts. But like let's say Pearce is in there and it's at the at the sacrifice of of one of their gun forwards, be it a Dan Saifidi or a Tyson Frizzell or a Mitch Barnett. It's still like that is a really good balanced yeah. well, roster. Also, Pearce and Milford. Yeah, well, I like that. Like we've said all year, they've just. Great roster, but God, what they'd give for a half or a good mm. five eight. Then they just not, not that the halves are poor, but to take them to the next level and be finals footy. Yeah. Well, I mean, but, but like I know Clune has been around for a bit, but they they also need an experienced half to teach them. Yeah. You know, like they've got no one there at the moment. I know they've got ex greats like immortals. I get that, but like an actual half. Day, I mean, look at Tommy Dearden's game under Townsend. Like, look at Ezra Mam. Like, I know Broncos didn't get the win on the weekend, but Ezra Mam has improved. Like, just, like, watching his trial matches to now, his improvement is fucking amazing. Yeah, and yeah. it all comes off the back of day in, day out, being beside a bloke that's been there, done it, knows the ins and outs. Yeah. Oh, I think the biggest indication Newcastle this year, they're sitting on 12 competition points. The Warriors are sitting on 10. You think about everything the Warriors have had go against them. Mm. Think about how, you know, how much they've struggled. Newcastle's had a buy. The Warriors haven't yet. They've won the same yeah. amount of games. Yeah, well... Wow. If you were to line up Newcastle's team with the team that the Warriors runs out every week, mm. I'm not sure how many of the Warriors would make the night side. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Um, now, just quickly, Kalen Ponga. Like, does he need to not be so – and I know, like, a lot of people like to say, oh, Kalen Ponga, like, you know, defensively this is anything – Anyone that knows anything about footy, Kalen Ponga is tough as anything. Yeah, okay, sometimes his reads and defence might not be the best or whatever, but he is so fucking tough. The amount of times he puts his body on the line is crazy. Do you think it's worth – and I know this happened outside of – like the head knock happened in Origin. I get that. But do you think it's worth like the night sitting down with Kalen saying, mate, just need you to, to balance your game a little bit more? I do know Wayne – once sat down with Carmichael Hunt and said, mate, I love the energy, I love the enthusiasm, but if you keep running the ball back like that, you're, gonna get, you're not going to have a long career. Is a time where you sit down with Kalen, and, like it's tough because I've spoken to Cam Smith about this as well, and Cam Smith says the hard thing is, is that's what makes him great, is his competitive nature, is getting in there and ripping in. But is there a way to balance a little bit? Because like he fucking goes tong- like hell for leather <coughs> constantly. You want to touch on Cooper? Yeah, well, I, I just don't think it can really be done like mm. just to tell a player to go three percent less running harder or in defensively or whatever i just you know it's ingrained in them you know as good as anyone like and particularly kp being a tough player <clears throat> i don't think you can do it mm. carmichael was an exception because 
he was just a kamikaze, like runaway freight <laughs> train. Like he'd catch the ball, have 40 <laughs> metres between him and the defensive line Fuck. and just pin it as hard as he could. That you can say, mate, mm. you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like you, you will not go past 30. Yeah. KP is tough as nails, but not to that extent. Well, okay, like what, what I mean is, okay, for example, catching technique. Like he often jumps in the air and he puts his knees out so that he doesn't get – like it's a, it's a good technique, but how many times have we seen his legs just swept yeah. out from underneath him? That's very specific to KP. We don't really see other fullbacks that happen as often. Mm. So like – there's a part of his game. That's one area where you could go, let's, let's work on this in the off-season where you're not constantly having someone come in and fucking take out your legs and you're landing yeah. on your head. Um, Defensive-wise, okay, like, look, this is a tough one because, like, like, okay, kick-out makes a break and f- so much respect that he would put his head in that position. Like, but what do you say to him, like, mate, just try and wrap the ball up instead? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. small little changes <laughs> that can be made that may save him a little longevity. Like, I get what you mean though, Timmy. Like, what do you, how can you tell a player to like, just not go as hard? It's like, well, then you're just taking everything away from this game. But for example, like, let's say he does go up top for kick out and he gets bumped, but it's not the same bump as he, as he would going low. Like knocked out. Exactly. He's just getting thrown off yeah. or whatever. Little, little tweaks here or there that you could, look in the heat of the battle, making that decision, you're probably going to do what you naturally mm. do. But that's where I feel like maybe you could, you know, just work on his catching technique to protect him a little bit more. Just say to him, mate, for this season, if there's ever a break from a big fella, just try and wrap the ball up. That's all we need from you. We don't need you going through his middle trying to jam him or trying to chop him. Just try to wrap the ball up. If you get bumped or thrown off, we can we can work on that and we'll cut, we'll come back to it. I just I, I think sometimes he's too tough for his own good, like. Oh, he's definitely tough for his own good. Oh, fuck yeah. me, man. It's 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 a similar situation with Sam Walker. Like, for example, mate, if you're on the line and, like, can you wrap the ball up instead of getting, like, whooshed, mm. like, maybe? I don't know. Again, just a talking point. I'm, I'm not sure where I stand on it because he's such an incredible talent and, and you wouldn't want to – you wouldn't want to dial anything back. And the way that, he, like, the amount of times over the last few years where he's he, he, he's on the end of that, that last player who throws that last pass and someone just comes up oh. and bang. Mm. He does the same thing the next set. Yeah, I know. He doesn't worry him. He doesn't just comes worry. back for more. It's he does. I don't believe KP gets enough respect for how tough he is. Like he always takes the ball to the line. He never cut. Like yeah, again, I know because he's so famous, he's going to be polarizing and and whatever. But I, I love KP. I think he's so good for the game. He's so good for rugby league. And I just want to make sure that he plays as long as possible. Um, not to say that there's any reports that you know he is struggling with anything. Mm. You know, I just want him on the field. Pretty much as a fan, but I, I think like, and there are no reports, but I think like you, you can see he puts his body through the ringer. Oh man, fuck, honestly, every week too, every week. Um, now onto the Knights. Ah, oh, sorry, onto the Titans. Let's <clears throat> get straight into it. Reports came out: Holbrook under pressure. Matter of fact, more than under pressure, that Holbrook was getting a sack in the next twenty-four hours. Holbrook then came out and said, "I'm not getting a sack, and I'm the man to turn this club around." I think. To sack Holbrook would be the fucking craziest thing you could do. There's finally a bit of direction at that club. I understand that they're having a terrible year. A terrible year. There is no sugarcoating it. But Holbrook, like, at least there's some direction at the club now. At least there, you can see the plan. For the first time ever. Yeah. Like, outside of that first few years where they were fortunate enough to land guys like Scotty Prince, Preston Campbell, Luke Bailey. Like, since then... It's been a club just floundering year to year. It's kind of like just do your best and and try to try to make 
just try to make the year as, as least bad as possible. It's kind of like sometimes boxers will go into fights and they'll get into like round six or seven and they'll start fighting not to win, but not to get knocked out as well. And like, I feel like the Titans, there were certain years where they were just trying to not get knocked out. They were just trying to be competitive to a degree. What I like at least about the Titans, and yes, it, they are sitting last, so there's no denying that, but at least there's there's a plan and they're, they're risking something. They're going, we're sticking with Sexton. We've got Campbell. I know Campbell's, I know Brimo's been moved to the back. I think it's crazy. Timmy, what do you think about Holbrook? Pressure? Yeah, look, I'd give him another season. <clears throat> I think he's, he deserves that. What I want to know, and this is why I'm a little hesitant, I want to reserve judgment a little bit, is how much say he's had in their roster. Mm. Because the roster they're running out <laughs> is like borderline first grade. It mm. is pretty bloody ordinary. Mm. Um, they've had a few injuries, but there are a lot of clubs who have had a lot more injuries than this year. And what they're throwing out, like it's hard. I just don't think it's up to the standard of the NRL. From one, I won't even say 1 to 17. I'll say 1 to sort of 25 because the depth isn't there either. So if he's got his fingerprints all over the recruitment and that's the roster that he's come up with, well, then I'm going to be pretty critical of him because I, like, I don't really see how they get out of this uh, slump anytime soon but you know they've got big names and correct me if I'm wrong because they may have left the club but Mao Meninga's in a big role there yeah. Gordon Tallis is in a big role there uh, I don't know who their other recruitment managers are but like how much say does he have because mm. if he hasn't had much say in it, then then in that case I'm saying definitely give him more role over recruitment uh, and he should be under no pressure mm. um, I don't know how much say he's had over that yeah that's a, that's a really good point I will say like on the weekend they just let down by some just some crazy errors where you're going like they're coming out of their end. They've just had points on them, whatever, and then an outside back a winger will just drop it in the play of the ball, and it's like the the position the club is in. You've only got to do like it's look. I, I know we all make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. I made plenty of them, but ones like that is just pure concentration. And you got to, mm. like you have to ask like how much does it mean to you, mate? How much does it mean to you to put this jersey on? Because if you're just like dropping the ball without any pressure, when we are under pressure, we've just had a try scored against us. It's just, yeah, it's tough. Um, I, I just think that although they're, I actually really like their backline attacking wise. They do have a lot of flair. They can, but I actually think they need to balance their backline a bit more with guys that make less errors and miss less tackles. So they may not get the same attacking flair as they've got. But at the moment, if if I am the Titans. And I feel like I've said this for a few years now. I am going down the same route, of the, route as the Cowboys. I am selecting the best defensive side that I can. And I am literally, my whole offseason is around defense. Mm. Todd Payton, when he went up there, and I said this last year as well, I said they should get a defensive coach in there that is fucking gun. And there's no disrespect to their current defensive coach. I don't know who it is. But Todd Payton went up to the Cowboys after that first season and said, I am going to pick in season two, I'm picking the best defensive side no matter what. And what they did was in their whole preseason, they tackled every single day. And Scott Drinkwater talks about it. It was the, it was the toughest preseason they've ever done. They did contact every single day. If I'm the Titans, oh, yeah, it's crazy. That sounds so unenjoyable. Uh, so unenjoyable. <laughs> but look at the dividends it's paying, yeah. you know? And if I'm the Titans, I am taking a leaf out of that book. I am def- – I am – my whole fucking preseason is built around mm. defense. They feel like a team that they're just waiting to get the ball back and they don't care how they get it back. Mm. As long as they get it back. Mm. Yeah. 
Um, we score it. We might score it. Like, because when you look at it, like you know, I actually think Brimo's had a good year. I don't think he's been bad. I actually, think he's been there one of their only shining lights. Him, Tino, Campbell at times. Uh, yeah, you look at Brimo, two hundred nine meters, ten tackle breaks. Like he's been, been great. He's been great. But like, think about that. Like, you lose thirty eight twelve to a team that missed essentially all their conversions, and your fullbacks running for that. Mm. It shows you that their attack is not the issue. Like even like Herbert, one hundred thirteen meters. Greg Marzu, 170 metres. Um, Isaac Liu, 125 metres. Like, it's not like they can't make mild meterage. It's just that defensive side. Sorry, Guru, what were you? Yeah, no, I, I, I agree with everything you've both said. I just oh, I just don't think sacking the coach is the answer. I'm sorry, but, like, we all knew this was going to be a tough year for the Titans, didn't we? Yeah. Like, yes, they were. We, we knew there were tough times. I think we, we both agreed that, like, They'd go. I, I personally thought they'd go through tough periods, but I didn't think they'd be this poor. Yeah, yeah. I, I, to be fair, I didn't think they'd be, I, I thought they'd be bottom four. I didn't think they'd be the bottom side. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I also think though that they did make their own bed to some extent with running into this season without an experienced half in the side. You got Tino, who's the captain. I love him, but he, what is what's Tino? Twenty one years old. Twenty two, I think now. Twenty two. 22 now, like 21 when yeah, he was captain. Probably, yeah. It's uh, yeah. It's just there's not many rugby league teams that have taken this avenue and been successful straight away. They can build on it. Yeah. But how many Holbrooks are we going to go through before the Titans are successful? And how many coaches are we going to go through before the, these young players start to go? Well, fuck this. Yeah. I can go here. I can go there. There's more stability there. There's probably more money there. Yeah. I can play with the experienced guys there and become better there. Mm. The thing with Holbrook is he, he has proven he can coach. He won a bunch of premierships over at Super League. And some might say, oh, but it's a, it's a different standard or whatever. Yeah, but coaching is coaching. Like, you still have to get – like, he's coaching – the 17 blokes he has is the same standard as the other 17 blokes in Super League. He's coaching just better people here. It's just – like, there's no – I don't think there's – like, if you prove you can coach in Super League as well as he did, like have back-to-back titles, I think, as well, I think he's proven that he can coach, but – I just think that maybe the direction that they've taken hasn't been defensive-minded enough. Uh, there, is a, there is an argument to be made that Super League is a very attack-oriented game and defence isn't anywhere near like NRL. And I wonder whether Holbrook mm. maybe needs to re-evaluate that. It's interesting. You know, and, he, and he's been so used to being that attack-orientated team that he hasn't maybe put as much attention to the defence. Maybe, again... Or just it's, not, it's not that big a stretch. Yeah. Like it's to say, you're right, Super League is extremely attack-based, points, points, points. Yeah. Um, it's never been the defensive premise that the NRL's based around, and that's exactly what the Titans have been for what's he been there, two years now, three years. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he might be on something that maybe yeah, needs to shift his thinking, well, you already said it, to defence. Mm. Even when I watch them, though, like I look at them and, you know, you mentioned the back on the floor, like individually they're good attacking players. I never feel like the Titans are a great attacking unit. Mm. Like I never look at them and think, Fuck, that was a really good set. They were working to this. They were doing like... I don't think that, but I think individually like ball running in that, they do impress me sometimes. Like Paddy Herbert and Brian Kelly in attack sometimes. They're fucking oh, great for ball sure, But I'm also saying like, I don't even know if the coach has taken mm. a heat from the English Super League and put it into all this structure that they do and they're only... Fo- like, like, yeah, they're better in attack than they are in defence. But would you say they're a top 12 attacking team? In the yeah, NRL? no, that's, it's, a, it's a good point. It's a good point. I, I will say like... Last year, when they looked a bit better, I thought yeah. you would, you'd put them in the top eight attacking sides. 
Um, like their ability to score points quickly was pretty good. But yeah, you're right. Like this year, they're definitely not. Um, you know, Fafita came on for 55 minutes. He ran for 137 metres, four tackle breaks, 18 tackles. Um, but yeah, look, if I'm, as I said, if I'm the Titans, my whole MO, and I would be sitting every player down together and saying, boys, you will be selected on defence and defence alone. Like that's it. Um, and the Foz dog's coming. Yep. He's here to save I mean, us. Like, like the, the one thing to give them credit, it has been tough as all hell. They've been criticised at the bottom of the ladder. They have still stuck with their seven and nine, which mm. I didn't think they'd have the nerve to do. Yeah, I, with the seven, I like it. With the nine, I'm not convinced Clark is a starting nine. Um, Nor am I. But I, mean, I, I see what you're saying. With yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, I do think they really do need a, a, a good scheming nine. I think, like, if it was a design perfect 14, like, I feel like Clark is the perfect 14. He's so explosive, great ball runner, got a bit of ball playing in him, could play lock if he had to, could play... If you had injuries or whatever, you could shove him in the back. Everywhere. Okay. Um, I'm still surprised. Like, is Smoothie injured still? Sm- Booth? Uh, is, oh, so Smoothie. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Sorry. Smooth, is he injured still? Yeah, Booth is. I think I think he's played a couple of weeks <laughs> now. Is Smoothie's Instagram handle, or am I just no, wigging out? Sm- Smoothie's the other hooker that was at Melbourne. Yes, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. So, so, but there was Aaron Booth too, who's come to the top. Okay, yeah, okay. That's what you're thinking of, Aaron okay. Booth. Yeah, they've they they both played similar amount of games and stuff. But Booth, oh, I think he was playing a few weeks ago in Queensland Cup. I think he's back now. Mm. I I can't believe I can't believe Tanner Boyd hasn't been given. <laughs> an opportunity anywhere. Like, he's come off the bench, but I, it just... Yeah, the Tanner Boyd situation is weird. Came through the grades as, like, the next fucking goat. Crazy good seven. And then he just... He never really... He got, a, like, a couple games here or there, but... And now they've turned into a nine and they don't really use him. He had some good moments on the weekend. Yeah. yeah. But, like, a Tanner Boyd, like, if he's playing nine, his body shape is totally different to if yeah. he's playing seven. Yeah. So it's like you're not giving him a fair crack then. Like, he's a young fella. You're making him put all this muscle mass on. He's not going to be the same seven as he is going to nine. It's, a, it's like the cheese situation. Like, the cheese is in such a tough situation at the Storm because his body's been built to play in the forwards, but then they ask him to play nine sometimes, and you're sitting there going, well... Anyway. Um, yeah, so, Booth has been playing Q Cup. He's played the last five or six games. So, okay. Yeah. Sweet. What, has he got stats there at all or not really? Although he has been playing off the bench. Um, Interesting. Yes, Who's yeah. the starting nine been then? I'll have a look for you. That's interesting that he's been off the bench. So he's even not like bench in Q Cup. Mm. That's surprising. That's very surprising. Uh, uh, the concerning thing as well for the Titans is, as you said, like if they keep going down this road, they're not going to be able to keep guys like Brimo, Tino, Campbell as well. You know, I think Campbell's been a bit of a victim of the, the club not going great. I think it, like imagine Campbell in like a storm team. He'd be tearing clubs apart. And like, I, I think a guy like Tino, like I think he's... In, you know, incredibly respectful. He's very loyal. But, mate, if, if this happens for the next two or three years, which history tells us, unfortunately, it could happen at the Titans. Mm. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Posting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash post. Anyone that cares about Tino will say, mate, go. You gotta go, yeah. 
you can't you can't spend you can't the rest of your career. This. No, no way. You just ruin your career. Um, and that that that's regardless. Of, like that's take Titans out of that. It's just any t- yeah, it's club, any that's, club yeah. that would be struggling like that if they do go on to struggle. Uh, Pat Politoni's been playing. Who has Pat Politoni? Oh, okay, so he must be a young fellow. Fringe. No, like he, he's played a little bit of first grade, but he's never like I don't understand how Booth has fallen behind. Yeah. Well, so hopefully they can turn around. I will say just quickly. If that Wallace is a send-off, that tackle, and granted, it wasn't the best tackle, I'm just getting really confused as to, like, the gap between send-off, 10 in the bin, and a penalty with these spear tackles. Like, yeah, yeah, he did put him in a bad position, but he let go immediately in the air. If that's a send-off, then there's been plenty of tackles that should definitely be at least 10 in the bin. I, I just don't understand the consistency with these tackles anymore. It's like a send-off is so dramatic, and obviously it didn't affect the result. But I, I think they've got to find a, some consistency with these tackles. Did you not like, think that one was a send-off? No, I thought it was a send-off. Oh, okay, but just, what I'm saying is, is how many tackles have we seen yeah, yeah, okay. that are close-ish to that that are just a penalty? And I don't know, like, you know, game one, Crichton on, on Munster. Like, Munster landed on his head. Mm. And yet that wasn't 10 in the bin. But, like, is, that, is the gap between that tackle on Munster and Wallace – so far that one's a penalty and yeah, one's that, that not seen been somewhere in the middle yeah yeah. yeah yeah so i'm just uh, and again i'm not complaining like origin's different in my opinion i believe origin should be officiated difference and i would not have wanted even though technically it probably should have been 10 in the bin i would not have wanted Crichton in the bin mm. because i do believe origin should be um ref different differently i'm just talking about consistency across the the whole um anyway it's just it's a small small thing small thing um so look let's let's hope let's hope that the Titans can turn it around uh, because they got some super exciting young fellas coming through. Super exciting.